Welcome to Sketch Magazine Podcast, hosted by Bill Nichols, Senior Editor of Sketch Magazine, John Wilson, Editor of Sketch Daily over at ComicRelated.com, and myself, Robert W. Hickey, Publisher of Sketch Magazine and Co-Founder of Blue Line. Come back after the music and find out what we have to offer in this episode. What's up, creators? This is John, and you have once again found the Sketch Magazine podcast. I am here, as always, with publisher Bob Hickey, editor Bill Nichols, and today we are talking about motivation. I sound highly motivated, don't I? Of course I do. How you doing, guys? But they're not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see. That's your strategy. Just let it hang out there, and I'll... This is Bill, and the, the absent one is Bob. I'm here. Who's trying to make me talk. Bob so. the Quiet. That's right. <laughs> what? Excuse me? <laughs> well, John, we just got done wrapping up our first ever uh, Skystorm podcast. Woohoo! Well, I'm one. impressed. So, hey! It made Bill talk. Wow, so, cool. Uh, I'll actually have to listen to that one since I'm not on it. It was short, but it was a nice intro and sort of talk about what we got going on, Skystorm. So it was cool. Um, it'll go live once the site goes live, first of February. Or early February. I shouldn't set the exact date on it. but No, you committed yourself February 1st. Yeah, now on. i got to work 7-24-7 now. That's right. Oh, that's right. Dang. Got to add more hours into the day. Right. So uh, what are we talking about tonight, guys? So, uh, motivation. Why the heck would anybody want to be motivated? (laughs) This coming from a teacher. Well, that's true, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What about that? What about all that? But, um, so motivation, well, of course, motivation in comics and from a comic creator standpoint is what we should be addressing here. So, how about that? How do you get motivated? As a creator, as someone who has to sit in front of a blank piece of paper and try to make magic come out of it. How does that happen? Well, I think it starts with a creative spark. Um, Whether it's an idea, uh, you have a story, or you have a character. And you go from there and you build. Whether it's the the backstory, the future story, uh, your plans for that character or property or... You know, whatever it is that you have going, it starts with that spark, and motivation is the fuel that fuels it and makes it grow into a, a burning flame. The burning ring of fire, as they call it. But what happens if you don't have the spark? How do you get yourself motivated? Because, let's face it, this is an industry that has deadlines. This is an industry that, you know... The time is not the creator's own. He is on the clock, as they say. So uh, how can you get motivated when it just isn't happening? Well, sometimes that motivation really just has to do with, you know, in that case where you you don't feel inspired, where it's something that you have to do. Um, it has to be maybe a routine or maybe a habit or something that, you know, a sort of work ethic 
because in doing that in in not so much it's sort of a, a physical mantra where you maybe approach a page if you're in uh, inking or penciling or whatever or writing sometimes it's hard to get into that groove but sometimes it's just getting started if you can get started the the rest of it can sort of fall into place and then you can see a light at the end of the tunnel and that becomes a motivation for some people uh, seeing the end of one page or, or even one panel sometimes if you want to break it down into smaller chunks uh, make it bite size get through that go to the next go to the next because there are other things waiting for you to you know to to be worked on uh, more stories out, out there to be written more things out there to be drawn more letters more colors more you know printed comics because then then once you have it done or once you have it in place you know we have other things like conventions and promotions and, and that kind of thing so sometimes you have to find your own motivation what is your motivation really for doing anything it is it a job is it just a job or is it something that uh, does feed your creativity something that does uh, come from within and you know just needs to get out so it I mean that varies with people because I know people on both you know both ends of that spectrum where creating just is almost a habit or a, a, a routine because they know their stuff so well whether it's mechanics or uh, maybe their own styles or whatever that they can just sort of not so much go through the paces but get it done and get it down and then get it out well some of it is knowing the properties you're working on too don't you think yeah you know for if I need to sit down and write a B&R story, I can sit here and, you know, with a little effort and come up with something new, you know. And uh, because I know those characters and I know if I throw them into this situation, what are they going to do to get out of it, you know. And uh, and then where's that going to bounce them? So um, definitely if you know your property, whether it's, it's your writing or if you're drawing and you know those characters. I know a lot of artists doodle. You know, sketch, ink, play with different types of, uh, maybe they're not an art mark artist, but they play with markers or get loosened up for the really get serious into doing some drawing. Um, I sketch a lot before I would do any drawing. I probably don't warm up as much as inks. Probably just, I'll just dive right into inks and crank them. Um, but yeah, definitely knowing your property is a huge plus. They will dive into it. I've been building the Skystorm site, and just looking at the history and the amount of stuff we've created over the past 20 years, John, not 30 or 40. Um, 50? 50. No, 20. Um, I'm amazed at how much we've produced. Uh, I, I'm like, I can't wait to get this stuff out digitally. Can't wait to get some of it back in print. You know, we gave Greg Land who's now drawing X-Men, his first job. We gave Renee Delize, who just did the last Unicorn for IDW, we gave her one of her earlier jobs. And that's recent. So, you know, it, it's cool to see what 
these creators have contributed to Skystorm. And, uh, and the amount of stuff that we had in the works that we just sort of shelved that now we're going to finish. So that motivates me. Um, not only to see this stuff out, motivates me to create new stuff and push the boundaries. So also play, playing off of other people, you know. John, or Bill, I've called you to play off ideas off of you, you know. Mm -hmm. I think that really works. What do you think? Yeah, because you get that, not so much giving... Uh putting something out there in a vacuum but you get something uh maybe back where you say well is this does this work um or is there a way to make it work because like with you know clay's way or something you where you have written dialogue or something it's like this is what i want to say but does it work and then we you know we tinker with it but uh same things with stories idea story ideas where you can you can get something back and you, it's almost like here. It's it, here. Here, okay. Here's the. Uh, when I was in theater, uh, if I was a stage manager or a director or whatever, one of the notes I would give actors was to listen to themselves on uh, tape. You know, do their dialogue, listen to themselves on tape, because when you hear yourself, you hear. It's like listening to somebody else talk in a lot of ways, because because you don't sound the way you do. And your ideas are sort of like that, where when you hear it back from another somebody else, um, it doesn't sound quite. You know, even if they were to just to tell you verbatim what you just told them, it sounds a little different, and you can sort of get a little objectivity there. Um, it, it's fun to have somebody to play off of, to bounce ideas off of, and you can mutually feed on each other's creative energies. And, you know, again, fuel those energies because you just get jazzed. And that's there's – a, there's a certain feeling that you have sometimes, and I, I, I tend to call certain things magic. And sometimes when that, that idea or that thing is working, that's what it is. Or you have that creative uh, bit of inspiration that it's like, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I know what magic feels like. And I've had that. Oh, yeah. And I hope a lot of people have. And if you haven't, you know, don't think, oh, my God, I don't feel the magic. I will never be a creator. I can't get motivated to bring the podcast back to that. Um, just, be, I mean, reactions are different for everybody. And, the, you know, your work ethic or your uh, work methods are different. But it's what you get out of it. And uh, like I said, working with somebody else gives you something back. It's not just talking to a wall and and hearing it back or hearing something, some aspect of, that somebody else uh, hears in your story idea, maybe, or has a question or whatever makes you think and you know builds. That doesn't really answer your question totally, but. <laughs> Or yeah. even I mean, probably even not halfway, because you know it's a tangent. Well, that's no, a, that actually does. Yes, it and, does. Uh, um, and you, you all started to hit on this, but uh, let's let's nail it down to specifics. So you actually do listen when we talk, John? Uh, occasionally. Okay. Okay. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, I I pull out every third word. There you so, go. You know, well, that's enough for us, though, right? Yeah, at least get the general meaning, but. Um, <laughs> 
what uh, what do you do personally specifically when it's just not happening but you know that you have to get something done uh, you hit on some kind of broader issues but what do you specifically as creators with decades of uh, oh <laughs> you do that well, in least, there didn't you at least two decades <laughs> of uh, of creating experience um, in the comics industry uh, what do you do to, to get motivated, get past the hump? Um, do you chain yourself to the desk? Uh, do you walk away? You know, what do you do to, what do you do to get your brain where it needs to be to get the creation happening? Bob. <laughs> Bob. Um, <laughs> the worst thing I can do is chain myself to the desk, especially if I'm writing. Get out. And I don't mean driving. That's too much of a distraction. But um, I've got a nice backyard, trees and everything. I'll get out and walk around and think and make a phone call, maybe call Bill and see what's going on. And, and maybe not even talk about what I'm working on, you know, but just sort of sort of as a distraction, but yet it's still spinning inside there. Usually I can crank. And usually anything I'm working on, I've been thinking about long before I have to sit down and do something with it. Uh, in our earlier podcast for Skystorm, I brought up to Bill something I've been thinking about, was asking Tom and Mary to come back and maybe write some more um, Skystorm Storm Quest issues. So, you know, there I'm Tom and Mary who? Tom and Mary Bear Bomb, who uh -huh. wrote the Legion of Superheroes for DC. They went on to write a lot of stuff out there for Image and other publishers. They wrote Storm Quest for me originally back in the day. Um, so, I mean, that's where, you know, I'm thinking way ahead and uh, would like to. So, if I got to sit down, if I got to write a BNR story or I got to write a Race Danger story, there have been a lot of pre thought on that story. And it ain't so much getting it started, it's stopping it where I need it to stop. This <laughs> was one of my hard points. Artwork now, wow. I will fill up books with sketches sometimes before I get something that I really like. And that's where my weakest point is and something that I really hope to focus um, in the future is, is to start doing more art and uh, more finished art. So, But I will doodle and draw and sketch and draw and sketch and maybe go ink something from Mitch Bird or, or something like that just to shake out the cobwebs. And does that ever become the primary thing accidentally? Inking that or? Or, you know, when you start working on something, uh, you know, you start doodling and then you kind of get into it. Oh, yeah. Does that become, does that ever get in the way of you having to go back to the thing you meant to do? Well, unfortunately, I have the ADHD, which means yeah. I can get distracted real easily. I was working well, I'm working on the Skystorm side again, and there's a poster that has these jam characters we did a long time ago, and some of the characters I no longer am involved in. And I got removing some of them out of the posters. I got looking at one, and then I drew it off, and I pulled it out, and I revised it, redrew it, and came up with a whole different character. And I'm off making notes about this character and doing that and totally forgot that I was working on the poster. Yeah. until like the next day and I'm telling Bill hey I got this guy deal for a character I think you were involved and I want to do this and, and you know call it that and totally to, you know yesterday I sit down and said what did I ever do with that poster oh I never finished it so yeah definitely um, having ADHD it c can be exciting because your mind just runs 
but you can definitely drop the middle, drop the ball and stuff too. You gotta be careful. So How to answer you? your question, yes. I yes. can get distracted. <laughs> and, How about you, Bill? Yeah, one of the things that we've touched on before is sometimes I have, and I do it on, I talk about it on my website, Comics Mentor. Uh, I My brain is always running, and I've likened it to uh, a river and the mighty Mississippi River, where it, the, it may be low and slow and, and lazy on the surface, but underneath the surface, all those ideas and all those things are fish, and my fish always swim. So <clears throat> I use that analogy, and I've noticed that other people pick it up, and that's that's cool. And everybody is free to use that if they need to, because I, I explained that to someone uh, near and dear, dear to me a few years ago, and that sort of un, she sort of understood it mm -hmm. at that point. But because she liked analogies. Okay, so if yours is a slow-moving river, mine must be like rapids, then, right? On the yeah. outside. Yeah, you're the. Yeah. You're the uh, okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're whitewater rapids. Okay, right, right. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. So. But I have, I have uh, at any given time, I probably have uh, not just uh, and and you you could factor in everyday things like uh, situations or worries or concerns or just thoughts, random thoughts. But then you throw in the you know uh, I think about blood and roses and I think about all the sky storm stuff too and. Uh, my own Sparta Bay stuff sometimes that stuff just throws in, just jumps in where it's, you know, I'm, I'm maybe not even thinking about it and something will pop out and, um, you know, get an idea. And if I'm, you know, on, if I'm able, I will write that down. Sometimes I don't because I might be driving or, you know, some, or I'll just, you know, it's like when you wake up from a dream and you can remember the dream about the time it takes you to turn your alarm clock off and it's like, why was I dreaming again? Because that was really cool. But um, yeah, I get I get distracted just because there are so many things that can occupy my attention. That's why I need uh, deadlines and and something definite. Like if I need to do something today, I'd rather know that I need to do it today, so that that makes it more pressing. So that it's it sort of puts the blinders up and I can focus on that. Whether and sometimes music also reinforces that or you know listening to something uh not watching tv or, or whatever but um i'm easily distracted on that but just because there's so much it's like a instead of one surface looking at one painting i'm looking at a, you know maybe a mosaic and i've got all the tiles there and each tile is its own little picture it's like that picture of abraham lincoln or or you know these photographs and all the the little uh each, each little not it's not a pixel, but it's a, there's a, like a little tiny small picture, and they and the artist has taken all these pictures and of Abraham Lincoln and made one huge picture of his face. Right. Um, what is that called? If you're talk I don't know, but it's cool. It is. I think it's called photo mosaic. That's it. Well, yeah. there you go. Well, I like it. Yeah, I mean, if it's you know, or Lady Diana, I've seen one of Lady Diana too. Yeah. So, uh, but I think hers was made of flowers, the one I saw. So, you know, each thing is its own. It's all part of the big picture. 
but it, each thing has its own picture um, and own story. Own it wants its it, it demands its own attention sometimes, and sometimes I listen to that. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I just give in and go, "Yep, okay." And then sometimes I, to be honest, I get overwhelmed and I just shut it all out. Then I'll go just watch TV for a while, or I'll read, or I'll do something else. Um, just because there's so much of it, and that's when uh, discipline and, and other stuff has to come into play. But uh, it doesn't always work. Doesn't I've talked to other people through Comics Mentor and other you know other outlets. Other people have the same situation, especially creative people, because uh, you have all that energy, and sometimes it it begs to be uh, used. And sometimes when it when it's used, it's used by several different, like I said, several different projects or, or ideas at one time. So if I'm stuck on something, um, I always have something else I can jump to if I wanted to. Um, and if I am stuck on something, uh, one I'm at a point where I can't go any farther, uh, I've just hit a wall. I'll do something else. And... Hold on, we lost Bill. Well, my main, my main point with, is before this was dropped was that I get distracted. Uh, it's, it is easy to do, uh, especially when you have so many things going on. If if you are if you do get distracted, you can always just deal with it or you know however it works best for you. But don't give up. That's the whole thing is don't give up. Um, I know some people who do get to that point where they just they they don't know where to go. Um, whether it's worries or whatever, and they're ready to give up. And I've been there too because there's, it's almost like all these things are taking away energy and you have nothing left over. Mm-hmm. But then out of you know, actually doing something, whether it's taking one thing at a time or, or getting something done out of that, uh, then you can sort of you make some progress and you get to the next thing that you have to do. So... It can see it can be self perpetuating. So that was my main point. That was your main point. You slightly touched on something and then you drove away from it that uh that it may be a little off topic, but I don't think it is a lot. Um what is your what does your space look like when you're trying to create? Uh you you both have mentioned the word distraction a lot this evening. What does your creative space look like as far as amount of distractions or lack of distraction? And how does that keep you generally motivated? <laughs> um, well, Stump the panel. Yes, off. you did. Actually, in the past, I've always had lots of uh, music going on or playing DVDs, especially if it's artwork. Um, I won't. Uh, I personally won't watch DVDs or or uh, listen to music that um, I will listen to soundtracks if I'm writing. But that's it. Um, too much of a distraction. But soundtracks are cool. Here recently, actually, just in the past couple of weeks, I've been doing a lot of web design. Um, quiet. I've kept everything quiet, and I've really found that it's helped me focus. Um, no drifting. No music. No movies. No nothing. I'm just sitting here coding and uh, scanning and 
and it's 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 been a nice it's been so it's definitely my future way of doing it is, is keeping it more quiet around me as i'm working um as far as the area that i work in i definitely have a a montage at the moment of computer stuff um and a right now i'm working at a home office it's about six by ten six by twelve and within this area I've got one, two, three, four. I have five computers, two scanners, extra. I got everything. You remember what my big office was like? Yeah. Most of the computer stuff is in here. Um, wow. Hodgepodge on little desks and de and and tables, but it's workable. I have to move stuff around. When I have to do art at the moment, I break that out into the kitchen. I'm back on the kitchen table cranking out. It's sort of fun, but I do have a storage my huge art table, which you guys like and all that, mm -hmm. which is hopefully be moving into my new office here real soon. And, uh, I have a whole area that I keep just all the art stuff. So I can sit down and just crank it out. So, uh, now art, I, when I'm making clay's way, I can sit right in there in the middle of the family. They're watching their shows and I can ink away. I have no problems with that. Yeah, I've seen you ink at conventions, mm -hmm. so. Yep, yep, I can ink. I have no problems. One thing, when I went to tech school and I got into doing art, you got used to people being around you, commenting, conversations like that. I sort of enjoy that, actually. It was sort of fun inking down in Atlanta. I inked eight strips, and it was fun being around people, yeah. chatting it up. Um, can you get more work done if I was, yeah, if I needed to crank out a ton of strips by myself, yeah, boom, 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 done. But uh, I, I sort of I, I like being around people a lot of times when I'm just doing the ink and I'm penciling not so much. But the ink part I like to do coloring. You're back on the computer, so right now I'm gonna do a little marker coloring, little washes, but mostly it's all computer stuff. So same computer stuff that I do the writing and design on. How about you, Bill? Well, I, I mean I have a desk and I have a drawing table and uh, I have stuff surrounding me like sort of comic pages to ink and notebooks with you know story things to if I get an idea or if I need to work on something uh, so I have a and I, mean, I have a bookshelf with books on it and that kind of thing so sometimes that could be with, with so much there that's handy it's like what can I do now uh, what should I do now and to me that actually is just a little aggravating sometimes just because there are so many things that I could be doing or want to do and uh, that's why I said deadlines mm -hmm. or, or having a definite uh, plan whether it's write down whatever it is for that day I want to ink this panel or these panels or get this page finished uh, because it gives me a direction mm -hmm. and then I don't tend to veer away from that as much now, do you, or be distracted So, do you see deadlines as a way to help keep you motivated then yeah yeah because then then, then it, that sort of uh if you if you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel uh -huh. having a deadline can it's like somebody shining a flashlight saying over oh, here there you go right so so uh yeah i mean that's that is a it, it is a motivating thing because it it makes it a little bit more pressing now it can you know work against you if you let it but if you take the mindset that it's it's there to help you then yeah not so much right 
it's a lot of it about about it is mindset, you know, mm-hmm. and that's with that or anything else. How do either of you do with visual distraction? Like I know you were saying, Bob, you don't have really have the studio set up yet, but I do remember in your old office there were posters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the action figures, uh, oh. graphic novels, you know. Man, I got um, more toys than my kids do, man. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> you know that. And I, I know over, you know, over time, Bill's got quite a few uh, different things like that set up, too. Uh, does that provide a distraction, or do you look at that and get some inspiration, or how does that all work? Well, my computer monitor I'm sitting there staring at right now, I got these little round-headed marvel figures that that had little bodies on them i don't know if you know oh yeah i got the whole set i got them set all over my monitor here they're all over the place i don't play with them they're there they're cool to me i look at it i go hmm marvel hmm keeps me motivated i guess more motivation i want my own Skystorm ball-headed action <laughs> figures you know what i mean Right, yeah. Um, you, you now what you didn't see in the studio was like Marvel, DC, MH posters up on the walls. When when I I had the uh, I I think we at that last the office I had the Blood and Roses original paintings from Brad Gorby, Derek right, Rose yeah. framed up on the wall. Um, those were like yeah, the, you know those are memories, and those are good. I had the Warlay shield up that I hadn't had up in a long time. The actual big real shield that we had made yeah so it was fun getting that stuff back out and hanging it up in the office and i can't wait to get the new office and get it hung up too um so the motivation i would say i do i still you know right now when i was in new york and talked to scott kurtz i bought a set of his action figures his diy action figures or toys mm-hmm. um they're sitting there on a the shelf i like to get those out um I, motivation both ways motivation is that I see what somebody else is doing I want to do it and then I see what we've done in the past I'm very proud of it and want to create more you know I, I, I tell my wife I want to entertain I want to share I want to make stuff and make more and more and more and let it build and have fun and I've always had an enjoyment working with other creators you know you John Bill and everybody yeah. else down the road it's fun sharing this and creating together and i just knocked something off the back of my desk so hopefully it doesn't <laughs> so there's podcast. too much confusion around you <laughs> yeah and uh but um yeah it, it's it's to me it's motivational keeping this stuff around right both ways that was just some disc we're good okay good um so where are you on that one bill uh as far as visual uh you know, I've heard you say in the past that you like music or you might have the TV going on in the background uh, or something like that. But how are you on visual uh, confusion around you? <laughs> confusion. Well, confusion or I, just visual noise around you. I, If I'm inking, I can have the TV on. But if I'm writing, that's that is a distraction. Uh, Years ago, Bob turned me on to the soundtracks, and uh, you know when I was when I was doing some things because the feel of the music can sort of uh, spur you on to, especially if you're writing a certain kind of scene or whatever. Uh, and then sometimes there's just too much, but 
I don't have a lot up on the walls at this point because I want to mm-hmm. add more bookshelves and stuff. So, because I still have books packed up. Uh, but to me, having books, that's the comfort to me because I just, I like it. Um, I've always, you know, love books and that sort of inspires me because, you know, I want to draw, to write some of our stuff as books too, or stories or whatever, which, you know, like the hell girl piece that Bob showed me a cover up earlier. Um, that stuff motivates me because that's a almost, it's not a done deal, but it's, it's pretty, you know, it's getting pretty close Mm -hmm. and, uh, it's, it's a finished product in some ways. And, you know, uh, let them know what it is. Go ahead and put a plug out there. Well, it's, years ago, I wrote a Hell Girl story. Um, I, I, sometimes I write comic stories as prose. I write prose, whether it's the, the story that I'm working on, but I, I will add extra stuff to it. But in this case, I wrote a Hell Girl story that sort of uh, went through the members of her band. Um, she's a, a lead singer in a rock band. And um, they end I up in to, Hell. Right. And the comic is sort of her point of view. Right. And the story was more about each one of them. Um, And I'm not... uh, I rewrote that and added a little bit more to it and evened it out a little bit. Uh, Also, in the the years since, a little bit of Hell Girl in there, too. More stuff that we knew. So, we took that, and you took it, and um, added some art, added cover, and it's a, a, a novelette. Yes. So then that will be on the uh, we're going to give that away for free on the Skystorm Studio site when it goes live. Oh, nice! So, and there'll be more. I mean, Bob, stuff like Bob said earlier that that gets him going to work on his stuff. Right. You know, to, to write more stuff, and you know that's one of those cases where it motivates uh, mutually, and then hopefully other people will go, yeah, no, you know, that's pretty cool. I'm going to do that too, whether it's on their stuff or, you know, whatever. Um, and, and the thing is that there's a market out there digitally for books, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not, we don't have, always have to have pictures with them. And, oh, uh, heck yeah. Yeah, I know. Trust me. I know. And my uh, wife. <laughs> uh, well, true. Yeah, my mom reads a ton of books. Yeah, my wife, since I got her the iPad, has been filling hers mm-hmm. with a book. So, yeah. So, that's another area where, not so much a novelette, because it's a real short story. It's something that we'd have to sell directly. But when we get more into the pages, it's something we can take through our same digital distributors and, and offer. And with a, a new property came out forever, I'm working with Eddie. There was a problem I had with a character in the story that I did not want that character in the main story. He's a major part of the history of Camelot and I came up with a way to like this character now not so much bring him into the comic but to show him what show what I believe happened to him in the past um so I don't want to wait and draw that to to keep the comic from going so I'm going to write it as a novel a short novel you know, the, like the old dime store, I call them dime store novels, you know, 150, 200 pages, like the old Doc Savages and stuff. Right. Um, and now with digital distributing, I'm even more pumped. And then I got to read Hell Girl last week and, and set that up. So now I'm really pumped to get it. So I'm, I'm talking about motivation. I've already roughed out a cover for it, started making notes for it. So I got motivated working on bills, you know, throwing that together for the Skystorm site. And uh, definitely uh, want to get writing on it. 
and uh, so it got me motivated. And it's there again. I'm not going to have a problem sitting down writing it because it's a story that I've been writing in the back of my head for a while now. So, so in fact, you motivate each other. There again, we sort of play off each other, but Bill had no clue he was motivating me. Right. Yeah, so that's sort of cool. You can pick up, and you can do the same thing with creators that you enjoy. I know some people read other other people's books, not so much to pull from them or anything, but just there's somebody they enjoy, they sit back, they enjoy it, and then they're like, all right, now it's time for me to create my way. Boom, they're out there creating. So that... Um... So it might actually help a creator if they get, you know, someone else to create with to maybe bounce their ideas oh. uh, to maybe, you know, uh, not necessarily to do the book with, but at least have a sounding board that will that, you know, that will motivate you to to think differently or to do different things. Uh, and it can't really be. It can't really be like family because family no. tends to say, you know, oh, that's great. That's fantastic. That's fabulous. Pat you on top of the head and send you on. Yeah, way. pat you on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Give you a cookie and a glass of milk and send you on. Yeah. Um, but, you know, someone to challenge you when you're wrong and uh, keep you motivated when you're headed in the right direction. Right. And before we uh, get too far away from this, um, you mentioned soundtracks real quick. Uh, the the soundtrack that really does it for you, when you when you listen to soundtracks, do you have one that you really enjoy or that really gets you going? Why did I know you were going to ask that? I started <laughs> opening up my iTunes earlier. <laughs> yeah, um, I heard you. Dragon Dragonheart. Dragonheart. I assume these are non-lyric. Yeah, they're ones. they're uh, yeah. mostly soundtracks. And Orchestral. Music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dragonheart. I think it's Dragonheart. Let me. I tried to yeah, open my tune. Dennis Quaid. Yes. Um, yeah. It's got a lot of build. I like songs that sort of goes on and then there's a crescent, you know, like big build up and then it right. releases back down. And, and I, I don't know if I ride the waves of that or not, but um, definitely is. Man, iTunes updates like every other day, don't they? Yeah, um, they do. Definitely one that I listen to a lot. Gladiators, another one that I would listen to. Same type of thing. Big build up. Like John Williams stuff. Yeah. Generally, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Randy Elderman. Um, yeah. He's done. Um, Hans Zimmer did the Gladiator one. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, th- those are guys I like listening to. Not so much work, not so much ones with words. Mostly, you know, movie soundtracks. Not not Disney, but they have a lot of breakout right. and song type of stuff. You got one that does it for you, Bill? I used to have the the Dragonheart soundtrack, and uh, I mean, I need to really actually just need to replenish my yeah you know, my musical library. I, I I just have a few things on there, but I sometimes I listen to um, like Celtic music. Or the cores, or something. Something. There's words there, but mm-hmm. I, you know, the it's the instruments coming in, and so it, it. Sometimes that does it for me, but I really like the Dragon Heart. I have Lord of the Rings, right. Uh, so, if I need that music fix, then I have that. Or, uh, but those are those are two good ones for me. 
especially the dragon heart. I, I do like, like Bob. I like the things where it builds, and you get swept up in that, and all of a sudden your heart just lifts, and you go, okay. <laughs> I used to play yeah, that at shows, and people would come up and yeah. ask me, "What is that?" I'd have it just playing in the background at, at the booth, you know, and and people, "What is that soundtrack?" Because it, it was a nice background sound. Nowadays, you well, can't do you, it. Cause... Didn't you have the Babylon Five? Oh yeah, that's another one you know, I listened to. That's a lot of electronic have... music. Babylon yeah. Five was early on doing a lot of electronics, but yes, you're correct. I do listen to that also. Yes, I remember. I haven't doing time. much done much writing lately, so I've got to get back into that. Get my soundtracks back out. Well, flip on my tunes. I have them all in my tunes. Katie, my wife, she just she just got her iTunes put on her new laptop, and she has been busting her CDs. The girl must have five hundred CDs. So I'm like, you're gonna crash your laptop. She's put them all on her laptop. Oh wow. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. I'm gonna have to get her backup drive now. Just make sure she doesn't lose them. I was about to say you need to get her a terabyte drive. Yep. Real quick. Yep. But uh, yeah, I love iTunes. It's right here with me when I'm working. So we'll give Tunes a big plug. There you go, iTunes. Like they need the money. iTunes but, um, the motivator. That's right. iTunes is motivation. Well, speaking of motivation, I think we covered it fairly well. Do you all have any closing thoughts on motivation this evening? Um, the only thing I say is just get out there and do it. Even when it doesn't feel right, it will feel right if this is something that you want to do. Um, you know, give the time, a lot of time. Um, if you need to walk away, that's not. you didn't lose the battle. Um, you did create something, whether you believe it then or not. There's many times I'll come back and look at something I did and thought, oh, man, this is nothing. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe it just needs this tweak. Or maybe if I took this twist in a story, it ends up being a great concept. So, Well, at least I think it was a great concept. Um, so, um, you know, just just stay motivated, stay producing. We've got a great future ahead of us, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Cool, cool. Got anything, Bill? Well, I, I, along those same lines, I would just say that no matter what, whether it is you're you're stalled at a story point, or you're you're not feeling creative at the moment, or personal issues, or whatever they may be, or getting on you, don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your life, capital L. Don't give up on your comics. And, you know, keep at it because you will get through that. You just have to stay the course. I keep having these sailing imagery. <laughs> what is it about you and water? I don't know. That's some. I have, I have to start calling him Captain. <laughs> Captain Bill. Well, uh, while we have you being all nautical and everything, uh, <laughs> and playing, you know, and kind of shaking up the format a little bit, uh, What's going on over at Comics Mentor these days? It's about uh, boats. Well, let's see. Uh, Is it? No. No. No boats. <laughs> no <laughs> I boats. Need to go back and maybe write one in and just stick some boat imagery in there. Maybe so. Uh, Whistle the Irish Spring thing while you're doing it. I've been dealing with some of these same things that we've been talking about, uh, with so many things going on that. You know, something suffers, and it, the past, say, two weeks or so, it's been Comics Mentor in some ways. You know, I try to post and stuff, but, you know, I, I do, uh, once again, 
when I write a post of, uh, of encouragement or advice or whatever, just know that I'm always talking to me first. You know, I keep saying it, but I, I don't want somebody to go, yeah, well, who's he? Who, what's he? <laughs> what kind of, you know, but I follow my own advice to a point, but that's what I try to do. And if somebody else benefits from that, then, uh, then I'm good. But just the other day, it was Don't Get Overwhelmed was the title of one. And it was brought on by all these things that, you know, some of it is personal, some of it is creative, some of it is work-related just in general. Um, you know, I have those issues going on too. Everybody I know in some way has something going on. And it's how you deal with it or how you decide that you're going to deal with it, whether you're going to avoid it and it's going to, still going to be there or you're going to address it. Uh, it may still be there, but uh, you're in the process of getting it out of the way so that you can move on to the next phase of your your day, your page, your project, your whatever. So don't get overwhelmed. Don't give up. Um, keep at it. And I, you know, I have people that respond to those posts and, you know, they have the same, some of them have the same issues or they feel like they feel that I'm talking to them. And that is great because that's the point is that if somebody else benefits from that, um, then that is a teaching moment and I'm good with that. You know, I, that's a, that is a blessing to me to be able to help somebody else or give someone else insight. It's just like, it's sort of like collaboration in a way or mutual creativity. You have somebody else to sound an idea or a thought or a, uh, a problem off of, and you get that back and you may see it in a different way, or they may see something in a different way and you can go from there because then you have maybe some other, tool that you can use whether it is another person's advice or another person's um, maybe they see something in that you don't maybe you just can't see it because you see the forest you don't see the trees okay there's a forest imagery Ooh. now <laughs> forest ranger <laughs> so captain been, and ranger yeah and that's that's pretty much been comics mentor over the last few days so nice Ooh. and do you have anything else to add to what you're doing with uh, Sketch Magazine right now, Bob, or uh, move straight on to Clay's way? Um, well, both the sort of uh, Sketch, I get Bill and I are working on the next issue of Sketch. We have been, but we have a few problems, but we're going to get knocked out. Um, Clay's way, we took our first break this week since we launched it, so we went 14 weeks without a break. Um, I've been heavily working on Skystorm site. Uh, it's a lot of programming. Programming and coding doesn't come easy to me. I'm an artist, but I can do it. But I have to stay focused. And so uh, we've actually done that's, you know, I've been working on it and we've actually cut three podcasts this week. So uh, those are the things I've been working on. Um, Skystorm site should go live early February. I think a lot of people are going to be amazed with all the stuff that we've created in the past and what we've got to work in the future. So, Clay's Way will be back Monday. We've got, Jackie's got me, I think, 10 strips sitting here. Uh, we'll be inking all weekend, coloring. Bill will be editing for me. We will crank it. Hopefully, we don't have to take another break. Cool thing about the break is 
um, I posted, you know, the, the sketch cards, artwork up. And they said, hey, got to take a little break. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. Um, a friend of mine who worked in my studio, and Bill, you might remember him, Steve Steglin, did Boondoggle. Yep. Yes, I love um, that book. Yeah, him and I have been in contact through Facebook, off and on, just chatting. And he offered to do a guest strip or a couple guest strips for future breaks. So uh, he's going to write and draw a couple Clay'sway strips. He's he's got kids, and uh, we'll write them in the future when when Jackie and I need to take a breather or in between some storylines or something. So it's sort of cool. I've seen other strips like PVP and. Other strips like that who takes breaks and, and uh, girls with slingshots and have guest artists in, but I never thought about it for the Clay's way, you know. Um, mentioned to Kate or Katie and she thought it was cool, and I mentioned to Jackie and I'm like, ooh, wonder, and she thinks it's neat. Oh, that'd be great to see somebody else take on it. So uh, um, out of this, we're gonna we're gonna get a take on see how Steve handles the characters. Um, but that will be down the road. Right now, Jackie and I have got two strips. That are a single, and then we jump into a seven, stri- six strip storyline introducing Clay's new nemesis, Isabel. She will be a pain in his butt for a long time. Um, then we got a couple single strip storylines, and we jump into the next one, which is called Casualty. So what we're trying to do is bust up some one one dayers along with some story stuff, and just still we're still getting our legs under it, but we're having a lot of fun. Um, Jackie's going to be coloring a piece of artwork that we're going to use in merchandising, and she's going to do it on live stream. So we'll be posting it as soon as she finishes it. She wants to take a stab at the coloring and, and everything, so we're having a lot of fun with it. Blue line hanging in there. Had a great holiday. Um, newsletters be cranking back out next week. Um, you know, if you need any art stuff, go to bluelinepro.com. All right, and that and, speaking of art brings me to the sketch blog. There you go. Uh, we uh, do the magic of podcasting. We were actually here not long ago, but there has been a few things uh, that I posted since. Um, I don't know if everybody call caught it, but a while back I did a review of. Brian Hitch's ultimate, uh, I can't quite remember his the art name. book. Yeah, yeah. his art uh-huh. book, his ultimate comic book, uh, book, which I really enjoyed. And, um, well, didn't you learn a new word from that book? Yeah, the uh, <laughs> versimilitude. There it is. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, there's this uh, guy on YouTube named Jonathan who, uh, does quite a few, uh, art posts himself i think he's up to number 43 or 44 right now um he learned a new trick from that book where he does his layouts in full size using colored pencils he uses blue pencil for uh one stage of his uh layout red pencil for another stage and green for another and that has really helped him uh, in his layout process. So uh, there's a, a somewhat extended video of that. And then there's another uh, video of someone doing an extended tutorial on the basics of drawing females uh, using just an HB pencil. So it's got kind of a dichotomy there of two different art styles or two different ways of working. Uh, then... By request uh, from the same person who asked for the things on French Curves, mm-hmm. he also asked for a thing on Manga Studio EX4. Mm-hmm. 
which isn't necessarily something I'm familiar with, but uh, it is a piece of software that uh, that has become fairly popular with a lot of people. Uh, and it's somewhat more affordable than Photoshop. So right. I did find a fairly good tutorial on that as well. Didn't Brian Boland ink in Manga Studio? Seems like some um, videos that you put up, he was using Manga Studio to ink in. Yeah. I'm wanting to say, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't quite recall, but I'm wanting to say, yeah, or he had done something in Manga Studio. Mm-hmm. And uh, then speaking of uh, comics, I found this half hour video uh, from a show called What's Up With That, where they're talking about web comics, and they talk to Phil Foglio, wow. who does Girl Genius, and then... Uh, a young lady named Shannon Garrity, who I'm not familiar with her strip, but it's uh, it's an extended talk where they talk about web comics, talk about the pro- their process of making web comics, marketing web comics, uh, pretty much the whole nine yards. It's uh, it's essentially uh, you know, a little show about web comics, and it's about a half hour long. So, uh, I suggest people go check it out. Phil Foglio is always always fun to listen to and everything and uh that catches us up on sketch right now awesome anything what's going on over to community bill uh well we still have the uh at the end of the month on i think it's january 31st the despicable me uh when when that dvd contest Mm -hmm. and you draw your favorite superhero or supervillain doing something heroic cool so you can go to Comic Related, uh, to the community, which is a forum, which is a message board. But we call it a community because that's what it is. That's the feel. That's the atmosphere. And go to the Sketch Magazine section. Go to the podcast. or not Well, not podcast, but uh, if you want to listen to this one, yeah, or comment. <laughs> yeah, of course. Go to the contest section, and there it is. Right. So click on that. Click on every section that we have and just find out what's going on with us right because we're interesting <laughs> okay not so much uh, but you're right they can also comment on the podcast or, or offer yeah. up questions there also yeah every podcast has its own topic thread so if you like something or if you have a question about something or have ideas you know feel free to to join that board and you'll find yourself hooked because they're all kinds of cool people on there, other creators on there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great, great way to stay in touch, not only, uh, with us on the podcast, but with the magazine and everything else that we're doing too. So right. now you can check out sketch magazine at comic related.com. Yeah. See, see, yeah, there we see go. That's all going. It it's all connected. It. Full circle. Wow. Right. It's, it's synchronicity. <laughs> That's right. Stay motivated. Right. Okay. Um, or we'll smack you. That's right. John will. Uh, so, John, how can they find you? Uh, they can always find me at john at sketchmagazine.net or john at comicrelated.com. Bill? Smoke signals. <laughs> Over water, right? Yeah. yeah. Or, or a homing pigeon. Or they can email me at comicsmentor at gmail.com or go to comicsmentor.com or go to the comic related forum community and hang out there right um so. yeah they can catch me or come see me and i'll tell him how to get to your house true 
you. John. Uh, um, I know how to get to your house, too. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, yes, I do. Darn it, you do, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we ain't going to nobody's house. Um, and we don't do all this in one room, either. Yes, we're all in different cities at the moment. Sorry to burst the bubble. Oh, uh, yeah. What? We only did that one time, and it's really cool, and we got photos to prove it, that we're all in the same That's room. True. So. Um, we really do exist. Yes. Um, you can catch me at bobhatblueline.pro.com, or you can email all of us at podcast at sketchmagazine.net. Um, guys, this has been good. I was worried at the beginning what we're going to do. Um, I'm motivated. So there you uh, go. Go create I something. I think it's going to be a good weekend for me. I think I'm going to ink because I have a Copic refiller. So I'm awesome. All right. You're nice. You're motivated. Yes. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.